You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. Stuff your stories in a sack, mister. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. I'm sorry. Congratulations. You've unlocked all apologies, a show about apology tours and demanding satisfaction. I'm your host, Trucker Andy, and with me, as always, is my co-host and brother, Joe Sixpack. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> Love it. So we're finally moving in a direction where we can segue straight into the Way to go, dude! shout outs of uh, people leaving apologies and demanding apologies and uh, rating and reviewing the show. And we've taken the tact of uh, the AI. Yeah, uh, you don't need to hear to more of this. Yes, voice. instead of two people that sound the same uh we are going to submit it to ai to do it for us well that's what everybody's doing right right now right right let chat gpt do it for you yep from gary c20 on october 25th 2023 titled great job guys good topics and a lot of fun you two are funny five stars he's excited Okay, this is so these are Apple reviews. These are the Apple reviews. From Julian Ricky on October 13th, 2023. Titled, Go Back to Driving a Truck. The only apology this podcast needs is to apologize for itself. From technical issues, to Andy not knowing how to do drops. Not everyone can be Carl. Walmart is hiring. Five stars. Okay, thank you very much. This is not WATP. Uh, nobody asked for this. Yeah. I, I didn't ask to be roast. No, it's great. I love it. Keep up the good work. Julia. From Arcana on September 17th, 2023. Titled, New Favorite Podcast. This is a great idea and as time has gone on, a very well executed show. I don't pay attention to a lot of celeb media but even I know most of the topics they are covering. I love Joe and Trucker, I mean Tracker, Shout out to Ted Williams, Andy's takes on these stories and how they discuss the scandals they choose. Yeah, okay. I can tell that one's a few weeks old. That's <laughs> yeah. a, uh, WETP Detroit Live reference in there. And I think, all right, are these still uh, reviews? I think one more. One more. From Dustin G on September 16th, 2023. Titled, Awesome Podcast. I have to apologize. I used to be entertained by FNF. After hearing your episode, I'll never watch clips of them on the tube ever again. Ah, that's okay. uh, fresh and fit, and you won't watch clips of them on YouTube ever again because they're not on YouTube. <laughs> they're over on Rumble now. <laughs> right. In regard to the ChatGPT written Gollum game post, Wahid Alhamad says, My God, another shit pun. How does he do it, folks? I'd ask for an apology, but I don't think you'd feel sorry about it. Yes, I believe I replied to that as uh, comedy can be hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not every uh, Instagram post is a... Uh, and uh, puns rule. Yeah, some people love them. Some people hate them. In regard to Will Smith, Taylor Potato remarks, I apologize for this pussy slap over an actual fist being thrown. Uncle Sammy Poo says, I demand an apology from Will Smith for starring in Men in Black 2 because that movie was straight up dookie. Only good part about it was the hot villain. 
I don't even remember who the villain is. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> okay. I apologize for that. In regard to the apology bingo card day old pizza remarks, is this an apology bingo drinking game? I will be wasted by the end of every episode. <laughs> apologize to my liver. <laughs> yeah, people love the uh, apology bingo card. Post. Yeah, I, I wish. Well, we'll talk more about that later, right? Another. Did you get into that with your clips? The bingo game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, it, we'll talk more about it, bingo game yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. We need that. Needs to be uh, shuffled. Yeah, it needs to know? be shuffleable. So that people. Right? I don't know. It's probably an Excel thing. Are people thing. actually playing it? Who knows? But Eventually, hopefully. Yeah. yeah well, all right. To Trisha Paytas, Donkey Tromper says, Trisha needs to apologize to her daughter for naming her Malibu Barbie Paytas. Not a joke. She actually did that. <laughs> that lines up. That tracks. Yeah, she's a moron. Yeah. And I feel sorry for that kid. Your kid's name is Malibu. Yeah. I did get another one, honorable mention, that I forgot to uh, send over to Joe for the AI treatment, but Eric St. Pierre... Uh, wanted an apology from America regarding the uh, the whole uh, Jordan Vandersloot, uh, Natalie Holloway murder. Oh yeah, and basically, I think it's is, <laughs> is it Jor? I think it's Yord. Oh Yorin. Oh Yorin. Okay. I it's think a it's a soft, soft J. Yeah. Yogging. Yeah. It's Yorin went yogging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he said that uh, America should apologize for the fear mongering and sanctions that uh, went along with the whole. Where are they? Por- uh, Aruba, I think. Okay. I don't know. But sounds like white women problems. He also, he also wanted, getting murdered. Sounds like a white woman problem. Yeah. He also wanted to apologize for not proofreading the message that he said initially. Oh yeah, so, everybody, every. Poster owes me an apology for their terrible freaking typos and grammar fuck-ups that I had to <laughs> fix so the AI could read it properly. All right. Well, hey, that's it's your job. You're, you got you to earn your not a paycheck somehow, right? <laughs> but uh, today, we, oh, we have... This is... Go ahead. celebrate or mention Halloween or at all? Yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed the bonus episode. I mean, we mentioned it when we did it, right? And right. So but you, it was you, a week. For us, it was a week ago. Right. We did that last just week. Just came out yesterday. Today is Halloween for... Uh, I've got the post-Halloweener blues, Joe. Yeah. It was so much fun. We yeah. did my, nothing but celebrate all day. My black and blue. <laughs> God. <laughs> all right. I'm, it I'm, was quite the celebration. I'm calling off this holiday. <laughs> It's over as soon as it began. I'm I'm taking it over. Yeah. Me and Big Dick Randy are going (laughs) to run this shit. We're going to run the streets. But uh, this is officially the six-month mark. Well, it's Mm. the 26th episode. I was noticing that. So it's been half a year, and it's just flown by, hasn't it? Yeah, I guess. 666. It's been hell. Yeah. (laughs) But to celebrate the half a year anniversary we pulled out a big gun oh yeah and today we're going to be talking about joe rogan yeah um so for rochester ray or anybody who might be living under a rock joe rogan 1.4 percent listeners in nigeria so oh okay they they need to i think they're the biggest joe rogan fans probably not they're not going to be after this episode i don't think so if you don't know who joe rogan is joe rogan started off as like an actor or probably more like started off doing comedy in the boston area 
um, eventually got acting work and he was on news radio and some other sitcom stuff probably leading up to him hosting Fear Factor. And that then led to him, what, he has a martial art, you know, like a martial arts background. So he was very active with UFC and hosting there. So he had like all these hosting, acting, all these things going on. And then he got into podcasting. There's a big uh, Opie and Anthony fan and credits Anthony Cumia with kind of showing him, oh, you can do this and make it your own thing. And it can be anything that you want. He said Tom Green and Anthony Cumia yeah. inspired him to launch his monster podcast. Right. Career. So now, like, after all of that, he's, like, the biggest podcaster in the world. And I would say that most of the popularity of that show is its open-mindedness. Um, Joe Rogan classically big proponent of uh, legalizing most drugs or using psychedelics and things like that. But so that being this kind of cool kid, like comedy plus drugs equals, I want to know everything about everything. And he's just like an inquisitive person. Science fiction meets UFC, <sighs> right. bro, bro culture. To hunting and everything yeah. like aggro, everything aggro and drugs. You know, you, you, he chances are he's into it, you know, muscle cars and everything else. All right. And so his the topics uh, it, like you never the, guns and drugs, kind of the um, the appeal to his podcast is that you really never know what you're going to get. Right. It could be a politician. It could be a doctor. It could be a, a celebrity. It could be Obama. You know, like you really never know what you're going to get on his show. And that's kind of the great thing. But he's also always open to a conversation. And that's led his show all over the place. And he's been doing it for a long time um, at different levels. So the reason we're talking about Joe Rogan today is I think after the Spotify deal, well, the Spotify deal came out, uh, he got that, and then COVID happened. And obviously everybody was scared shitless and didn't know what the fuck was going on with COVID. People with X amount of money probably had access to different types of stuff, whether it's ivermectin or whatever other drugs they might have been prescribing or recommending or not recommending at the time. Information was just everywhere. And the powers that be really didn't care for legitimate information. <laughs> yeah. The powers that be really did not care for Joe Rogan's perspective on COVID-19. If he questioned the CDC or the government messaging that we were getting in any way, um, oh, in a, in a time, people were very upset about it. In a time where the government is trying to control a, pop, a, a terrified population, right. you have Joe Rogan saying, if you take care of your immune system... You're probably going to be okay. Right. If you're not a sickly person. Right. You're probably going to be okay. Turns out he was right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So. Moving on. Right. But he was not in lockstep with all of, of the messaging, which made him controversial, which made, I, I would say, a lot of, they might be keyboard warriors or even, let's get conspiratorial and say false flag-ish, like, inquiry into joe rogan's past and let's let's pick him apart piece by piece and uh and have our way with him to the best of our ability we don't will it be successful we don't know so where this landed was um with a compilation of joe rogan using the n-word 
And um, so let's just get into the clips here because I'm sure I don't want to explain too much because it's probably step on some of these clips as we go. But so here is um, Joe Rogan's uh, the first clip of his apology video. I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. So I did have that, but I didn't. I'm not going to include it here. Like, we all know what the N-word is. We don't need to hear Joe Rogan's voice saying the N-word over and over and over again. But it is like... We're trying to do a tasteful show about Halloweener over here. (laughs) That's over. This is we're back to business now, Andy. Next next year it's going to be Hollow N-word. Right. now, Now we're here to take down Joe Rogan. So what what it is is him clearly using like the ER but it is a not the ER not the a on the end of the word it's not like it's not flippant or fun or anything like that but what you re- it is really just like boom 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 him saying the word you're talking about the compilation the compilation video and so there's very little context uh around it but taken taken all together it's a lot sure okay well the so, thing about Joe Rogan is that a lot of comedians uh, hold the First Amendment and free speech up with a lot of importance mm-hmm. because they don't want to be word police. They don't want it, uh, to not be able to say what they want to say in the context of joke writing. And a lot of people, especially, I mean, I was just watching Scary Movie 3 mm-hmm. uh, for Halloween and Jeremy Piven uses the n-word in the movie and that's however long ago that was not that long ago where david zucker directing a jeremy piven in a in a comedy and people are still using the n-word for humor huh. oh a white guy said it oh isn't that funny huh. it, but that was not that long ago Sca- that's scary movie scary movie three three yeah. three yes they saved the n-word for the third one Oh, they—it's all over the first two. <laughs> is it? I mean, because it's the Wayne's brothers and Zucker, right? Or I, don't I think know it the, we're not it here to matter. talk about scary movie. No, but I'm but just, I'm, I'm only just curious about the timeline of a like, lot of the comedians. History. There's there's of uh comes to mind the Louis C.K. Louis C.K. has a bit where he calls yeah. a deer the N word and an F slur right, yeah. and a cunt, and it's, it's just like when you when you're calling a deer that kind of removes all of the context and that's in a, a one-hour special from i don't know eight years ago Ty, so I, I think kind of maybe what you're getting at here is times have changed times have bit, changed right? now but yeah i'm just saying you don't have to go that far back where like retarded and the and f slurs and and an n-words were still in the zeitgeist of humor mm, yeah yeah so and, and We'll get we'll get more into that. I, I think some more of this will be revealed, or at least my my opinions are um, you know similar to yours. It's not like this isn't a a back and forth. We're not at odds with each other here, but we're gonna get to it. It's, it's, I, I don't know how far into this I have to go before I start giving like the way I feel about it. But let's just say between Joe Rogan is a fairly in, intelligent person, or at least you know medium of the road to above average intelligence he's not an idiot and then i would say his martial arts background gives him a lot of confidence to walk around and say 
or or just be like I I I, I say what I want. You know, yeah. he's the confidence to carry himself and present his ideas however he chooses. And then to your point, being a comedian, words mean everything when it comes to crafting a joke to you know the way it's going to be delivered i I, oddly enough this is a little off tangent i just watched david tells like what is skanks for the memories only on comedy central okay it's not the same it's not the same bit right it's not the same it's not the same set without what it is on skanks for the memories and that has a lot of like very off-color things but when you try and clean it up for tv it just isn't as funny the point with that is, though, is that if you, <laughs> my English teacher at one point said, if you're going to be wrong, be wrong consistently. So if Joe Rogan's going to use the N word, he's going to use it consistently when he's talking about it. Um, so in the clip two here is, you know, how most people feel about it, public opinion. Now, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word. Never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. People are morons. Yeah, that's what most people think. Um, So there's a montage or a a compilation clip of him saying the N-word. And then it's also, this is why this is like, oh, we've combed through his entire history. And here's every time he said the N-word. And then here's also a story that comes off very, very poorly. And that's clip three. And there's another clip that I have to address. There's a clip from 11 years ago. I was telling a story in the podcast about how me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high. We were in Philadelphia and we went to go see Planet of the Apes. Um, anyway, so he's in Philly. So here is this is actually the the show. Uh, this is the clip of the show, the, the entirety of it, because was Roseanne Barr on this episode? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but uh but I had seen it like um, cut up, like Trevor Noah, like cut it up or whatever sure. like, to build drama or something. But this is like the whole thing. So I go, you got to go to uh, one where there's Planet of the Apes, man. We're going to go see Planet of the Apes. So I look on the iPhone app and it says, OK, take me to this one. And the guy goes, OK, I go, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out and we're giggling. Ooh, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> We walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door, and there was no white people. There was no white people. We, Planet of the Apes didn't take place in Africa. Just, that was a racist thing for me to say. So, so he catches himself, because that's not what he meant, right? Or, you know, I'm not, gonna, I, I'm not here to defend Joe Rogan or whatever, but it's not— I think he knows what he was saying there. Yeah, I don't know. I th- well, well, we'll get into it. I, we'll play everything here, and then I will deliver my— Final thoughts on the subject later. So, right. But that, you know, people are clearly going to have an issue with that. And clip five, um, he addresses it himself in the apology video here. I did not, nor would I ever say that black people are apes, but it sure fucking sounded like that. Right. I mean, uh, when it you sure string did. them together like that. It definitely does, right? And it sounds. When like you say I walked into Planet leap. of the Apes and the theater was all black people, how, yeah. what else did you mean by that? Uh, well, okay, I because I've been listening to this a lot, and I listened to what he said, and I listened to others, other people's opinions, and I went back and listened to it, and then I listened to 
the way he catches it and corrects himself right there and the apology thing and all I'm t- trying to take it all in in my opinion of it is that when he said we walk into the planet of the apes what he meant is we're on another planet like I felt like I was on another planet because we were so uh, the other you know there were no other white people there I felt like I was on a different planet and then he goes, and then I felt like we were in Africa because it was all black people. Now, that's not a nice thing to say, but it's less racist or whatever. It's not like the black only, people are apes. The only problem you know? with what you're saying, though, is that joke has been made a million times by every racist ever. Well, yeah. And then okay, just... that, then it would be, I would be more offended that Joe Rogan is a fucking hack. Yes. And if, if it like, I mean, that is hack because. Hey, here's an unpopular opinion. I don't think Joe Rogan's comedy is very good. No, I, I, if if I hear a Joe Rogan joke that I like, I'm surprised. Yeah. Like if I listen to his shit and I was just like, oh, that was funny. I was just like, I'm pleasantly surprised. You, that you watch I like it. That. You watch an hour. Maybe there's three laughs. That's he, my opinion of Joe Rogan. I feel like he came from this like Lewis Black era of like, if you're not like ranting and I'm kind of this too, but he's very like yell, yell, yell. The, the, the more I yell, the funnier it is or mm-hmm. whatever. And um, it's maybe passe. I would say he leans on that a little bit, and the jokes are just okay. Some of it are, some of it's good, but it's just, it just doesn't. He's not like a top tier comedian, you know. That's what it really boils down to. So, um, but but he gets a lot. He gets a lot of respect because people don't want to get beat up. Well, right. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Before. Before it didn't matter, or people didn't know that he could beat everybody up. Like now, everybody knows it, and he's earned all of this credibility and everything. So who he is now, he he could put out an apology video like this, and it it doesn't even matter. Like even his demeanor in this video. Did you did you watch the video at all? No, do you remember it? It's very odd because he's not in his studio, and it's like very dark. He almost looks like a like the um, Wizard of Oz, like a floating head almost, because the background is very dark. He's and in, his clothing is very dark. He's in the least impressive room in his house with no makeup the, on. Yeah, yeah, and um, so it's just very, it's very odd. You know, it looks like he's uh, um, you know at some type of Illuminati meeting or something like that. He probably is. Yeah. And um, so it, it's just it's just very strange. But he delivers this whole thing very matter of factly. Um, maybe I should pronunciate that more factly. I think that say the whole word matter of factly. Good. Now I can edit it. Um, so just very strange. But it's also like uh, you know, here I'll talk. I'll talk about this. I'll address it. But in true Joe Rogan manner, it's just like I'll address this. I'll admit to it. I'll cop to it. I'll say it's wrong. And I'm going to move on. And I'm not going to, like, grovel for you or anything like that. So um, we're not hearing any of that. Obviously, with all of this talk, I start wondering. I'm like, okay, my white guy opinion of a white guy, what's that really matter? So I go to my my preferred uh, forum of folks to find out. And Joe Budden uh, was, has addressed this um, when it was going on. All apologies, so, black correspondent Joe Budden. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the thing to maybe understand about Joe Budden's podcast um, before we start getting into that, and there's more Joe Rogan after this, but I'm starting to weave, it, weave things in. Uh, Joe Budden did have a, uh, a deal with Spotify at one point before this. 
I think he did two years with them. And when it was time for contract negotiations, they tried to fuck him over and he left. Um, so he doesn't have much love for Spotify either. And their um, the way they treat their artists, um, the residuals and like the amount that they take is not very fair, I guess. Yeah, unless you're the one percent that you call her daddy and joe rogan right yeah and they brought that up a little bit too podcast but more like black music though but it was india Irie is a a black female singer right Mm -hmm. and she was one of the people that said i don't want my music on spotify anymore if joe rogan's podcast is there because of this clip and it's the n-word compilation clip so it's like her saying i'm not there and this is why and here's joe rogan but joe budden's like we've been watching this guy for years, you know, and um, so we'll get a little bit into that here. But so Joe Budden's, uh, he has uh, one of his guys that's been with him forever is Ish. Um, and that this is him talking about the Planet of the Apes comment. So that's my thing. Like the same people, it got to be uniformity across the board. I said this before. Mm. Every time we bring up these issues, it has to be uniformity. You can't be allowed to say nigga, nigga, nigga. And he's excused. But if one of us said a word describing Asians or Jews or somebody else, mm-hmm. there would be no room for that. Fam, he said, I agree with you. yo, I thought I was at Planet of the Apes when we walked in. Please sure. tell him, defend con- that. Yeah, how's that out of defend context? Defend that. That's not a contextual thing. Right. He said it. Right. We'll go back to Joe Rogan here. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's going to take, you know, it's a lot easier for you to take yourself to task. I'm going to haul myself into my own office. Yeah. Uh, here's so Joe Rogan. I'm a disgrace to my seven. uniform. I deleted that whole podcast, but obviously somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context. It looks terrible, but it looks terrible even in context. It's a fucking idiotic thing to say. And I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist. To me, what's happening right here is... Spotify has paid him a lot of money. Spotify is taking shit for this. And so they're saying, we need you to say something. And he's just like, you know what? Like, it's just easier for me because this is another, we were talking about the Will, the Will Smith one where this is just him in a controlled environment. You know, it's just him and his phone. He can do multiple takes, do whatever he wants, say exactly what he wants. Um, but he's just like, hey, you know what? It's just easier for me to make this apology video than for me to fight this or defend it or address it on a much larger scale. And like, this is one of the things where like, the more you fight it, the the more guilty and racist you'll look. No, yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant this. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just meant they're all idiots. All right, whatever. We see. So now here's the, his actual apology, why we're all here. My sincere and humble apologies. I wish there was more that I could say, but... All of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. It makes me sick watching that video. And, you know, I believe it because if you say it once, if you say at one point Richard Pryor did this and he says the N-word and, you know, 20 episodes later, they're talking about Dave Chappelle, a Dave Chappelle bit, and he says the word, it doesn't. You know, it's so spaced out that it doesn't seem like a pattern. But when you stitch them all together, it's just like, this guy loves saying the N-word. Right. <laughs> or like, yeah. this guy doesn't think there's anything wrong with him using the N-word. This is a hilarious episode, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> a very important episode of All Apologies. So 
so I went looking into the, like for the black community's opinion here. And I also wanted to, as I was, you know, scrubbing the toilet of the internet, I found uh, some clips of Sam Harris addressing this um, scenario. Now, Who's Sam, Sam Harris? Sam Harris has been on the Joe Rogan experience. He has a PhD in neuroscience. He's usually on talking about free will. Is he black? No. Oh, then I don't. Um, I don't want to know what he has. <laughs> but but this is more of um, a scientific approach, or like an educated man's uh, perspective of the scenario. Not that it's better; it's just a different perspective. It's like um, a, a Henry Ford or a, uh, a Walt Disney version. Yeah, take on yes, black right. people. How, how can we create a superior <laughs> race scientifically? Uh, a eugenics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to put Sam Harris in that. I don't know. No, him I, I don't even know who this is. I, I didn't either. And as I was pulling the clips, I'm like, watch it'll turn out. He was he like some Nazi yeah. sympathizer. Okay. Or some shit. No, but. Um, no, he's a, a neuro, neuro. He has a couple of books, bestsellers, and things like that. He, he's reputable. But here is just like, did Joe Rogan have to do this? Uh, so that's clip nine. Here's one thing that's important to be clear about: Joe didn't have to apologize. Of all the people who could weather a controversy like this by saying absolutely nothing, or by telling his critics to just go to hell, Joe is probably in the best position to do that. Even if Spotify drops his show, Joe will be fine. It would be trivially easy for him to create his own platform. So, yeah, that that's also part of it is even if you don't agree with it, even whatever. And I don't know who's going to be like, I agree with saying the N-word more. But what it is is like he didn't have to do this if he didn't want to. Right. So yeah. he saw it and he saw it was an issue or he agreed with somebody at Spotify who said, please do something. And, and he did. So, well, that's I mean, that's the difference between like Anthony Cumia, who every punchline is about what a big racist he is now because he yeah. unapologetically makes those kind of jokes and has those kind of opinions about, uh, you know, the black community. And the similarity is that they're both set for life. And if right. they have fuck you money and a platform, they could say whatever they want. But here you have Joe Rogan uh, kind of like walking back things maybe he doesn't agree with that he said in the past. He, he, would, he would defend what he said. The, 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 the thing that I was kind of avoiding getting into at the beginning of this conversation was that there's, there's a bit of courage or confidence when you don't let words have power. Right. That that the meaning and the intent behind those words and who you are as a person, that you can have so much confidence there that what you're actually saying isn't either misunderstood or being taken as racist. You know, if if people know that you're not a racist person and you say the N word, then, you know, it goes down a little bit easier than if you just hear a compilation of it randomly. Yeah. So. That's also kind of what's happening here. Like, is that why Quentin Tarantino can get away with writing it a hundred times in a movie script, and Samuel L. Jackson is just like, "I'm signing off on this." Well, and Quentin Tarantino is like, "Well, I just made sixty million dollars personally. I might as well do it all over again." Yeah, he's like the only guy that nobody takes a task about writing the N word into his movie scripts for twenty years. Yeah. 
but isn't that weird? Because it get because it stands on authenticity, Django Unchained, right? It's not the same movie without it. Right? <laughs> I mean, you right. how are you going to make a real movie about the brutality of slavery without using the N word? Sure, in the movie, and it, you know, it, it, and it puts like the protagonist in the power position at, in the end of the movie or like throughout the movie. Not the beginning. Oh, you mean right. Django and Change yeah. specifically? Yeah, yeah. Not it's a black centric movie. Yeah, but the N word is all over it. Right, and it's written by a white guy. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So now we get back into Joe Budden, really. Okay, so this is what changed. Pump, pump it up. This is what changed my whole take on it, and actually, it, like almost this week in real time, changed the way that I think about kind of race you're saying you're not a racist anymore I, joe budden convinced me to stop being a racist <laughs> this week um who called him a racist yeah. let's start there that's true this conversation was never based on joe rogan being a racist so Wait. if that word just pops in your head then it pops in your head from what the conversation is based on which is well this is what you said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah joe rogan did mention the words racist in in his uh Apology, I guess, but yeah, I mean, to to what Joe Budden is saying is just like I I think thou doth protest too much, you know, is just like did you have to come running? So really, what it is, at least what I'm hearing here, and this may just be um, apathy and um, desensitization or whatever, but Joe Budden's opinion here is just like some rich white guy said the N word. Yeah, it's another. It's just another Monday, yeah. you know, at work on the job. He's just like, so what? Uh, so, hear that, Paula Dean? Yeah. So he said the N word. That doesn't make him a racist. And I was looking at what, when I was saying this was changing my thinking about it, or the other last time I thought about this was the last election or the, the Biden Kamala Harris election uh, run, where. Uh, you would have people saying, well, black people are going to vote for Kamala Harris because she's a woman of color or something like that. But I think as when it comes to race relations or something like that, what I've I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know how to say this. I'm not saying what we don't have to you, what you don't have to do is like coddle or patronize the African-American community into thinking that guess what? They probably think you say the N word all the time already. Okay, so to hear that you said it one time, they're not fucking shocked. And anybody who's like clutching their pearls or trying to like hold your feet to the fire about saying it one time or something like whether you accidentally said it or you just were ignorant of a certain thing, like don't touch a black woman's hair or something like that. It doesn't make you a fucking racist. Okay. well, and what it is, is like I think white people are scared shitless that they will just default like with the slightest slip of anything be considered a racist just because they made one mistake and i would say that is not true right and that's what plain that's what i'm getting from joe budden and his people here yeah well white people get taken to task the hardest because they've had it the easiest over the years people are categorized yeah by the color of their skin and when you get to the point in culture to anybody culture now where you you call the cops and they're like Please describe the guy that stole your car. Yeah. And you're like, well, he was wearing a white T-shirt and blue jeans. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sure we'll find him immediately. Can, could you... It's not, it's not wrong 
to see that it was a white guy. See, yeah. you thought I was going to say it was a black guy, didn't yeah. you? Because you're fucking... <laughs> no, um, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's categories. Yeah. It, and mostly, it, uh, that's that comes from marketing, right? For like The marketing has to create demographics because they need to know who their audience and their customer is. You're right, is. it's Coca-Cola's fault. Because if they, they did start... Santa Claus Black, when they did that Coca-Cola... Santa yeah. Claus ad, yeah. it, we, it, was, it would be a whole different country right. now. Right, but Pepsi did that instead because they made Pepsi the black cola Santa? of the black community. Pepsi should come out with black um, Santa. Like the, the, on Joe Rogan, I think it was with Duncan Trussell where they were talking about George Washington's teeth, mm-hmm. right? And like, what does everybody hear about George Washington's teeth? He was right. on meth. Oh, <laughs> he, it wouldn't. He yeah. lost his teeth because of meth and yeah. they replaced them with wooden teeth. No, it's not wooden teeth. They were human teeth that they ripped out of somebody else's head. And who were the people that they ripped those teeth out of? Probably slaves. slaves, Probably slaves. Or people who were so destitute that they had to sell their teeth. I don't know. You pick the atrocity that you prefer. But anyway, that that was the thing. I mean, ironically, here, I don't know if the irony is the, the right term, but... Where uh, Joe Rogan was one of the people who was like pointed out a piece of history it was just like, oh, this is bullshit. Everything that you learned was essentially bullshit. Black people probably figured out so much sooner that everything you learned in school was bullshit because they were treated unfairly much sooner than I was probably treated unfairly. And so I'm here in my 40s still learning like that, you know, George Washington was an, an enormous piece of shit or, or just didn't care that his teeth were slave teeth, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know. But there's just shit you don't know. You know, you just, you don't fucking know. If you're raised a certain way, you don't understand everything. You know, like, let's just say, oh, it's Friday night. Friday night is uh, pizza night. Okay. And then you get married and your wife's like, well, I don't want to have pizza on Friday. But, but Friday night's pizza night. It's always been that way. <laughs> my whole life it's been it's been that way yeah and then and then your wife goes well, why and you're like because it's just like well that's not a fucking reason because is not a reason i grew up drinking too much it doesn't make it okay well that yeah <laughs> that, well, you're right though because a lot of a lot of racism is taught to kids like when right. they're when they're very young so right. you, you don't even know yeah you don't even know Okay, so back to this. Joe, so Joe Budden talks a little bit more about, I alluded to this before. So Joe Budden was on Spotify or whatever. So they've been watching, he was aware of Joe Rogan, has watched, been watching him for years. Five years ago, I came in here and said, as, as just somebody observing the podcast scene, and he's obviously the biggest broadcaster in the world. Mm-hmm. Hey, does anybody know that he said such and such and such and such and such? My fan base says, shut the fuck up at the time. Mm-hmm. Other people said, shut the fuck up. Black people. There were people who, maybe it is like this woke mob SJW shit. Like back in the day, Joe Rogan, it's not like this just happened. He's been doing this for years. And when I say that, I mean just like saying, not saying the N-word. He would just say it, right? The black community has seen Joe Rogan saying it for years. But they're like, oh, this is a quote unquote alpha male guy that, is going to say whatever he wants. And so like back off or, or it's just like, Oh, this is 
like authentic. We're not, you know what? Let's just be fucking real. You know what? I think that they were looking at Joe Rogan being like, this guy is just being real, right? Sometimes if you're saying the N word, the black community would be like, well, yeah, we know that's how white people all talk, you know, or something like that. Even that's though, not true, folks, though. Folks, that's not but, true. That yeah, is, that yeah. is, that's not true. But I can, you can see how somebody might have that opinion. And it's just like, oh, this guy says it, saying it, you know, with full his whole chest he's saying the n-word so he he must just be that way and he's just being honest with who he is and it also doesn't make him a racist because he wasn't saying i hate n-word you know I, that's not what he said you know so that's that's not part of it um okay but now here we get into this was something that i had never heard but this is anecdotal but take it for what it's worth and some of that shit that he said specifically the one where it was a, a biracial person, and he said out of his own mouth, nobody's paraphrasing, you have the best of both worlds. Right. You have the black body physically, and you have the white brain. My nigga, what are you saying? So apparently he said that. I, I had never heard that or whatever, but that's just another instance. I don't know. That, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> you know, I mean, it sounds Joe like a Rogan joke. Joe Rogan said that? That is the anecdote here is that he heard Joe Rogan say that. Okay. Now, that sounds like a bad joke. Okay. I don't think it doesn't sound like anything anybody would say seriously, but who knows? The reason Joe Budden's conversation on this I found so interesting is because it seemed like he did not care about the racist aspect of this at all or the racial aspect of it at all. If Joe Rogan is going to be taught, like treated this way, well, then how are we going to be treated? Because like at one point, you know, it's like we have to stand side by side as podcasters here. And if you're if you're going to police his language, this is like defending the KKK this, or this, the a First Amendment stance. First Amendment stance, right? But also the money of it as well, because Joe Joe Budden walked away from a Spotify deal of that was millions of dollars, right? Because he didn't like the back end of it or whatever. Else, and then they turn around and they give Joe Rogan so much more money than they were offering Joe Budden. And Joe Budden was in small podcasts. So, you know, like we're only getting to Joe Budden now. He's been around for a long time. You know, his podcast was big for a long time. So he's looking at go, it going, why this? Where's the equity? Where's the equality in these moves? Because you're going to give Joe Rogan this amount of money, and the next people who you bring in are the Obamas. So now Joe Budden is in competition with Michelle Obama. And like, like, so what, what hope does he have of reaching the top of that mountain? I'm team Budden. Right. In in that podcast. Yeah. Who am I going to be more entertained by? Uh, Michelle Obama teaching me how to make a vegan chili or Joe Budden talking about, you know, the rap video thoughts from back in the day. How's your podcast going, Michelle? Yeah. Right. It's gone. Right. And then you have like the Royals, like who are they offering shows to, you know, it's ridiculous. So that's what they find. That's where it is. It's not like, Oh, Joe Rogan said the N word. They don't give a fuck about that. They care about how Spotify is handling this and the, the, the break that Joe Rogan is going to get that they wouldn't get. And that, they can't that they're not that it's not an even playing field even you know it's not like oh once again white guy said the n-word <laughs> okay <laughs> yep i know i know okay <laughs> so anyway here's the, the just so joe button's like who cares mm-hmm. he may not be racist 
I just think he Who might. Cares yeah, and that's what I'm racist. saying. I just think his power level is like, yo, I can say what the fuck I want because I'm powerful and I can get along with it. And that's what I think that happens when you start getting a certain amount of money and a certain amount of power that you just feel untouchable. And I think that that that's what this is. My personal opinion. I yeah. think that that's what this is. I agree. Barf. I agree. I mean, I... <sighs> <sighs> okay. So I cut it there. Parks is the white guy on the show. He's run. He's the fat Edzy. He's running the board. Uh, so what we've heard so far is all of the black, the three black gentlemen uh, discussing this from that side, and then they ask. They turn to the white guy. Then they ask the white guy in the room his opinion, and he's just like, ah. Uh, and then they're like, shut the fuck up. That's, I just thought this was funny. I think part of it too is that he considers himself a comedian because he came from a comedic background, so he feels like he can get away with saying certain shit. They snatched the Grammys from Kevin Hart. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. I know. Whoopi Goldberg. I'm not. I'm not saying that. One of the greatest to ever live. Accusing. I'm not uh, uh, recusing his. uh, Back to my shock job point. (laughs) (laughs) Just shut up. We'll we'll, let. We'll take it back over. Sorry. Sorry. I asked your opinion. (laughs) But um, stay in the other room. But yeah, no. There is such. Even now, even more so now. such a battle between comedians and social justice warriors and the and the woke mob. They're ruining comedy. They're ruining comedy. They're ruining language and they're ruining context and intent and things like that. And the things that you say in a comedy club where the intent is to make you laugh. Now, it may not make you laugh. You may have, you know, I, I might make a cancer joke and, you know, your child has cancer, okay? Like, that's... I can't control that, and I can't find out from every single person in their room what their triggers and traumas are throughout. But what you can know is that I was on stage trying to be funny, all right? And you need to accept that part of it a little bit. And if we're on a podcast and it's labeled comedy, then you should at least start with the default of, oh, they're trying to be funny. Whether you find it funny or not, who can say? But. Anyway, so the other thing that I found very interesting was, uh, and this is that I was today years old when I found this out, is that we've heard the term shock jocks for years. And really the only like shock jocks, I I was a little surprised they didn't bring up Opie and Anthony, um, but they bring up Howard Stern, obviously, and Don Imus were the ones that they referenced. Uh, Opie and Anthony were clearly shock jocks. I guess Bubba, the love sponge, you know, there's probably some other low level guys out there that would be considered shock jocks okay and what they're what they were saying is that they this term is used differently in the different racial communities when you're talking to uh let's listen to the clip and maybe that'll explain it a little bit easier than i can my argument was the term shock jock is only used to penalize black people for white people it uplifts them so I think what he's saying here. I don't. I don't. I couldn't name one black shock jock though. Right. I don't know. I don't know so what he means that, by that. Right. You don't because it doesn't make any sense. Because what what you're hearing here is Joe Budden's personal experience. Because one of the other things. So let's. Oh, I guess let, uh, on, Charlemagne the God. Uh huh. I would uh, yeah. I would classify him as a shock jock. Yeah, he definitely kind of navigates his show that way. I would say. But, I'm sorry, you know. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but. Uh, no. But what I was going to say is classically. Yeah, I, I think when you think of like Howard Stern in the day, 
like peak Howard Stern at his most popular, um, challenging the FCC. But he was de- he was delivering something that people really wanted. You know, there's really like a cultural like sensation happening in that era, and because he was challenging, he was delivering a boner on the way to work in your car. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was delivering. But well, what he was doing was delivering ratings into maybe a conservative company that didn't appreciate the show that he was doing, but they couldn't deny the popularity and the money that they were bringing in. And then the FCC had a problem with it, and that's a government entity. And so what you had was Howard Stern challenging authority and people really loving the radical, um, you know, punk rock kind of mentality of challenging authority, being successful despite your enemies, right? And that's what he means where it's like lifted up. You're you're looked at as more of like a a folk hero that's challenging authority. But when they use shock jock f- against Joe Budden, it's that you're a cra- you're crazy. You're crazy. It's I, it's, a, it's akin to calling people crazy. That depen- white guy over there is crazy. Well, that could mean anything. Well, if I'm calling this black guy crazy, that's verging on offensive. And that they're. For him, it's been used against him. It's been used as a ding, as a demerit. It was used against Stern, though, too. So, but he he wrote right. It's it's however your audience. If your audience is supporting you, then you're in the same boat because Stern took shit for years from the FCC. That's why Joe from his employers, from uh, you know uh, the the Catholic Church, all those other people. He he had he suffered a lot of slings and arrows. Oh yeah, but his. His listenership propped him up. Yeah. So I, if, if that happened to Joe Budden, too, if your listenership didn't support you, well, you know, that was your problem. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I guess that makes me a racist for saying that. Yeah. I don't know. I guess if you were called a moron as much as Howard Stern is, you would have more confidence in your abilities because you had to prove it all the time. If you were a martial artist like Joe Rogan, you'd have more confidence in the way you carry yourself because you've been tested enough. But, you know, I, people are morons. I'm a moron. And so I don't have confidence in like every little thing that I do. And if somebody's just like, well, that's not good because, you know, you're not good and nobody likes you. I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. You know, and not like, fuck you. I'll show you you're wrong. But anyway. So the last one is Joe Rogan kind of putting, like, the final, like, what, what he was, what were you thinking? I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like, if it would come up in conversation, and stay, instead of saying the N-word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Right. Facts and logic are so scarce these days, right? That we we have to return to some semblance of like rationality and common sense and things like that and say, okay, just because I don't like that word doesn't make this a bad, it doesn't make the word bad, right? Mm. I mean, you don't want to hear it. It triggers people in an odd way, but it's just a word. It's it's written on a paper or it's air. it comes out of somebody's mouth as air, yeah. you know, or the sound vibrations. It's really nothing. Okay, so finally, Sam Harris comes back, and this is like Sam Harris's final thoughts. So using the N-word as a racial slur is completely different from using it in some other way. And if you insist that the word itself is magically destructive, like Voldemort in the Harry Potter novels, if you insist upon treating its use by a person of the wrong skin color, 
in any context, for any purpose, as some kind of diabolical incantation, if you really believe that someone, somewhere, will be harmed by any conceivable use of the term based merely on the color of the speaker's skin, you are just morally unprepared to solve real problems in our world. And any culture that takes this attitude is morally unprepared to solve real problems, too. And that's where I'm afraid we are. We are mired in a culture that appears totally unable to even identify, much less solve, real problems. Because it has grown hysterical over imaginary ones. <laughs> the more you know, everyone. <sighs> Crazy-ass cracker. All right. I, dude, I, honestly, I don't know what to do with the rest of the show. Because, I mean, I have a whole package. Let's do it. Oh, well, I mean, But we just... Everybody, you're getting... Uh, I mean, I don't know if you enjoyed that last segment or not, but you get Halloweener. Uh, you get a full Joe Rogan segment. That, that was a full episode right there. Yeah. But we're not done. Well, we're listen, we're going to do it one way or the other, so... Yeah, we're going into the... Because we cannot not talk about yeah. Sniper Wolf. And uh, there, there's a big YouTuber controversy going on with uh, personality, two YouTuber personalities. One being some thought, react, like TikTok reactor, Sniper Wolf. Sniper, like SS Sniper Wolf. Super sexy so Sniper Wolf. So it supposed to be sexy, sexy, sexy Sniper sexy, Wolf right, back sexy, in the day sexy. where she did like thirst trap shit. Yeah. And then that dovetailed into gamer shit where... Like Twitch streaming. Yes, but there's a whole controversy around the fact that her boyfriend was doing all the gaming. Right. And then she was just sitting there with a controller that wasn't turned on. <laughs> right, yeah. And Pretending. reading a script that... Yeah. He wrote for her. So people have been shitting on this woman for a while now. Yeah. But it all came to a head recently for, because... Hey, Frank, on, before you did that. Yeah. For anybody who might care or whatever, either go look up uh, SS Sniper Wolf or whatever. She looks like... Remember when um, they made the <laughs> porno version of uh, Sarah Palin? Uh, Lisa Ann? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, no, I don't remember that, Joe. <laughs> Whoops. So... Uh, uh, SS Sniper Wolf looks like uh, the porno version of uh, Lauren Boebert. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and apparently she was whatever flashing her shit on YouTube for years before she got to just basically playing other people's TikToks and making an O face while she watched it. That's yeah, yeah, that's what she's come to now. Yeah, and. A lot of people have a problem with the fact that she does things that people are referring to as freebooting, right. which is just taking other people's TikToks and putting it on. And these people are just putting their shit up for no money. Like, they're not asking for anything, mm -hmm. but she's taking it and putting it on her monetized channel and making money off it. Right. And then other people, you know, even to a degree that people are use, like putting out content that they are trying to monetize, yeah. she's still taking it putting it on her channel and not even like reacting to it. She's just, it's just like her sitting there watching it right. and that's not transformative. Right. That's and nothing. That's right. what people 
really have a big I saw problem. Some, something um, where they were saying, well, why did she do this or why did they do that? And then somebody from the comments goes, oh, if she, if she just sits there for a while, it's eight minutes. I don't know if like you can't monetize something that's under eight minutes long. You, mid, you have to have eight minutes between mid-rolls. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So she, she, they're just like, oh, yeah, she's just waiting for it to be eight minutes. There's examples of her playing the same video twice. Like she plays yeah. a, a certain TikTok. Yeah. And then she'll play like two others. And then suddenly the same TikTok is played again. And she just with the doesn't exact even same react. react. To it. Yeah. No, she has it's the exact same footage. Uh, same reaction. Yeah. Same TikTok. But we yeah. gotta fill eight minutes here. Okay. So it's it's lazy. And I think a lot of it just comes from ignorance of a way to do a better show. For sure. And there's a whole movement now of like crediting your sources, mm. which I'm not on I'm board against with. I'm against it. I'm not trying to do fucking homework. What is this social studies class? Right. I'm not crediting all my sources. I said but it was Joe Budden. All of yeah. <laughs> all of my clips are coming from Jax Films, who is <laughs> maybe the quote unquote hero of this story. Yeah. If a whiny, if a whiny bitch boy yeah, can be a hero. <laughs> he's not great either. But if if no, I'm he's on better than anybody's side. Yeah. It's Jack's films here. It, it so, makes me laugh sometimes. Yeah. This is Jack's films kind of made his bones doing a, a TikTok Parody about shit. protein powder. Yeah. Like this is his most uploaded video is him putting protein powder in a blender. And then, oh, and then I made some ice cubes out of protein powder. I'm going to put that in. And then I'm going to take this banana and just put that over here and add more protein powder. That was the bit. And right. it was like. <laughs> you know, hardy fucking one hard. joke driven into the ground. Yeah, yeah. So he has done is realize that shitting on Sniper Wolf is a cottage industry. The way that maybe somebody that you and I know has <laughs> yeah, figured out very that much. shitting on a certain punching bag, yeah, it can be lucrative. Yeah, that's that's where Jack's Films comes in. Yeah, he's identified that Sniper Wolf is a fucking hack, gold mine hack. She's a hack, and she's easy to take shots at and uh but he's gonna kind of explain why he's doing it here oh so it sounds like sniper wolf pulled a classic sniper wolf that's gross and free booted a free boot well done to sniper wolf no doubt you reported the video so first off hats off to you for reporting the video that's the right thing to do when sniper wolf steals your stuff when anyone steals your stuff not just sniper wolf any freebooter any curator who doesn't add transformative value uh it is your duty it's your right uh, to report them if it's your content. So I'm still kind of figuring this all out, probably mm -hmm. like this week, you know, like in the last two days when I started digging into this. Because like being a a creator yeah. on TikTok yeah. is innocuous to me. It's like I, I set up my phone and I, and I fall off of my chair mm -hmm. and then I put it online mm -hmm. and that means I'm a creator that deserves like rights or something. Like mm -hmm. I is it like yeah. is that how it works now? If you're an IRL streamer, you can eat cereal and that's content. Yeah, yeah. So the the I, I guess where it comes down to is like who's monetizing what and how. But you know, we're not making any money here, so we could we're let's say know, this. Let's we're say this. It's broke is an unfunny joke on this show. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna say whatever we want. But let's there's, there's nothing to get there's nothing to be sued for. Well, let's say this about it. Just because it's content doesn't make it entertaining well, or how is creative it any different, or good. How is what she's doing any different than, than me sharing it to my story on my right. page? What? Well, yeah. Just, the, the difference is she's making like 
hundreds feel, of thousands of dollars. I feel right? like the Jack film, the things that the thing that Jack films is missing a lot of the times is he's, I, I think, defending people who are trying to monetize and trying to make a living at doing this, and that's fine. You know, that's the, the, I understand that part of it. Ninety nine nine times, ninety nine percent of the people who are putting shit up on the Internet aren't trying to, like, make a living at it. Probably mm-hmm. they're just like, you know, hey, I thought this was funny and I'll throw it out here. Or, you, you know, like this wild shit popped off on World Star. You know, like here it is. You, you know, whatever. They, they don't care. Yeah. They were. It's not like, where's my residual? That's not that's not what most people are doing. And, and I also don't get it because, like, some of the shit that she's playing is like you could see the the person's handle like the tiktok user that posted it yeah in the video so it's not like they're not getting credit for it and all these other like people that are just like cannibalizing each other's content it's like me watching a video of somebody else watching somebody else's video about sniper wolf yeah and they're like oh yeah uh, find the link in the description okay i'm not going to the description you're still fucking you're still watching somebody else's video about somebody else. Here, let me tell you things I'm not doing. I'm not liking. I'm not subscribing. <laughs> I'm not smashing the notification bell. I'm not finding the link in the description. Now, everybody for my podcast, you should do all of those things. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I was just like, it's just, but that's why are, your fan base is people, so uh, precious. People are trying to eke out a living in this yeah. way. And they don't want, certain people don't want their work pirated like that right so what's an npc to do if a player starts stealing their content so i recently stumbled across an entry on know your meme that read says a sniper wolf spends millions on new mansion for those who don't know says a sniper wolf is a youtuber who reacts to tiktoks i promise it's way cooler than it sounds take a look so this that is still want to be petty right how do you deal with a karen so this so it's still want to be petty. Oh, he got time. Epic, right? Well, this news kind of inspired me. So what I've done... I'm sorry, just to describe... this, It's a, a guy, like, paying his ex-wife with pennies. Mm. And she's just being like, oh, he's got time to count pennies into a bag to give to his ex-wife. That's all Everybody she's doing. Everybody would see what an axe wound she really is. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like... There's nothing... Oftentimes she's just like saying what she's right. saying she's watching, she's like, whoa that's a lot of pennies and yeah and just repeating what's on this like text right. on the screen or what somebody just said it's yeah. not creative anyway is i've created a brand new youtube channel called judge jacks films and so far i've only uploaded one video titled tiktoks that gave me a tummy ache here's a little snippet your mom a hoe oh it says your mom a hoe oh that's not very that's not very nice this is giving me a tummy ache now i'm gonna try and upload daily on judge of jack's films so make sure you go to that channel and subscribe link in the description below and please help me get a mansion too okay thank you drive safe kisses so this is obviously this is brilliant like if you're from like if you're an watp og like we are right we recognize why this is funny. Yeah. So, so Ginger Jack's films is gonna take to he's gonna take the tact of calling sniper uh, sniper wolf on her bullshit, and he does that with what we've already talked about with the bingo card thing. Yeah. She has all these tropes that are in well, almost every single video. Right. So he just plays it and waits for a trope to come up, and he's got a bingo card like he's down in the corner. And he's like, did you just like, did you watch the one? It was like three minutes of him like 
like he could call what she was going to say like in every clip <laughs> i watched a handful i didn't see that no, one, he no, was but... like he was like spot on yeah. saying she's gonna say this no. oh yeah 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 well that's what it's been reduced to yeah is but that's how it might just be ai at this point that but that's how uh unimaginative her content is yeah oh spot damn it someone got a bingo already oh no <laughs> everyone wipe your cards i don't want to hear it here's the silver lining I will let all of you keep bro, because this one begins with bro, and it's so funny. Like, come on. I will let everyone keep bro, and uh, yeah, I guess no credit to. Nah, eh, fuck uh, it. recorded a video of himself with his girlfriend on a boat, but wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, so she's doing that. I hate when she does this. It's, it's weird exposition. She's like giving us the plot before we can even see the movie. It's so annoying. How do you mess it up this badly? <laughs> you see this fool? Get that victim blame square nice and full. <laughs> yeah that's one of the uh bingo card squares but i don't know to me what she's doing is like ridiculousness level humor like she's like a rob deirdrick to me yeah what how is what she's doing any different than what he's doing really uh, I, I mean i don't know what he does i just i thought you've he never was seen like, ridiculousness uh, yeah i have Okay. Well, no, no, Robin Big is what. Uh, yeah, I have not seen Ridiculousness. Well, good for you. Congratulations. Because yeah. it's fucking stupid. It's yeah. terrible. That's why I've never seen it. And, but, I didn't like Big and Rob or whatever that no, was. No, I didn't so watch why it. Why would either. I watch Ridiculousness? Well, I mean, that was kind of funny because of the the big black guy and the little white guy yeah. Laurel and Hardy routine that they had. Okay. Ridiculousness is just Sniper Wolf. It's just Rob falling out over Whoa. shitty watches on youtube it's uh, it's literally what it is oh really yeah oh, it okay. sucks so i she has like some po post-production shit on her stuff i i don't i wouldn't say that it is definitely non-transformative except that there are glaring examples of her forgetting to react in a react video yeah that's kind of not the way you do it i, I don't know like i feel like i've seen like that even her persona, like I called her Lauren Bo Lauren Bobert porn version, mm -hmm. but I've also seen I think I think her name's like Michaela AU or something like that because she's Australian. Um, this is a different person. Or? Yeah, but oh. like it's like the 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 nerd the big thick nerd glasses. Yeah, and the full lips and like you know the attractive girl who's just like either. But that's like people are like. Well, oftentimes it's like AI reading a joke to her, like a dirty joke, like, hey, oh, I'll, I'll, oh right, yeah, you know, I know what I'll, you're talking I'll about. I'll ram it up your whatever. I, I honestly did think this she, was the same person. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. You thought it was the same person, right? Mm -hmm. Because it seems like I would say that SS uh, Sniper Wolf or whatever it is. Uh, the, the, ripped uh, off, the Nazi SS rip, Sniper. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> rip, ripped off uh, Michaela AU, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean... There's, I mean, I don't know. A but, lot of people have gone, but this is just not the first time that this she's, is just hot shit, like uh, attractive girls on the internet. That's all it is. Oh, it's right. just like a like sniper wolf. She looks like a brat style. She's yeah. uh, she's a brat that looks like a brat. And they say that she got her audience is all young. She got a nose job so she could look like a, a Snapchat filter. Right. She does her hair. And it she looks wears like a the, wig. The nerd ninety percent of the time, I would say. Whatever. Like, she, I don't even think it's her real hair. She well, okay. I think she's putting on a whole fucking costume. That's the least of her problems, dude. But this is another bingo clip where Jack points out how cookie cutter terrible Sniper Wolf is at what she does. 
This gets a V for victim blaming. This is incredible. This is the best game ever. Sometimes they just want to- Yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, desaturated. This isn't quite black and white. Shaky cam and black and white. This is neither. Give her some credit. There are stock sound effects. Yeah, this is one of those families that kick people in the face. Yeah, this is all one- This is all one TikTok. This is the most fun I've had doing this shit. We got one, two, three, four, five spots filled in one TikTok. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, she does like- 30 minute videos mm. where she'll spotlight a handful of TikToks, five, mm -hmm. six, seven, eight. There, in one, she did all of her all of her tricks of the trade mm -hmm. in in the first one minute <laughs> of the show. So I don't, I, I don't, she's a fucking hack. Is I, the point. Okay, but like let's what is different than this than maybe I guess it's the monetization part of it that is problematic i don't understand how this is much different than like say a watch party or like if you have say a discord with yeah. a bunch of people posting like did you see this meme did you see that meme and and like you're pulling it up and you're talking about it like moist charlie does that like penguins yeah. zero but that's why that's why what um, jack is do doing is so great because there's very little recourse for people that aren't trying to like monetize anything or people that are like small fish in a big pond like what are you going to do when somebody that has millions and millions of viewers starts stealing your shit there's not really like a lot you can do about it well if the, but half of it is like sh exposure too you yeah. know like yeah what are the odd that, that's the thing that i and think also, like jjx jjx films is not getting is there's exposure to it as well you know like she's so big they may go over there yeah you can't but like there's pepsi spends billions on advertising every year on the off chance you might go to you might drive yourself to a store and buy it yeah okay it's the same fucking thing it's exposure and that's why he's like it, kind of a little bit what is she supposed to do credit them everyone well, every well right because their handle is in the video yeah is, oh, is she putting the link in the description Ooh, because that seems to be the only yeah, thing there's only one as, guy as long as you do that, that. As long as you put the link in the description, you're good. Yeah. Really? Who gives a shit? Yeah. How many people are going to check the link in the description? Even if you Where's say it's there, annotations? if I open the description and it wasn't there, what am I going to do? Call Bob YouTube and yeah. tell him to take it down? Let Jigga Jags films that your annotated bibliographies yeah. in the mail. So what? Credit them or B, what? Pay them uh, because you're making money off of them? Track them down and send them the 50 cents that they deserve? Should she be doing that? You all, and also you posted it all to the free internet. Right. Like what, what revenue were you really hoping to get? Yeah. Like is, these aren't NFTs, yeah, you know, right, and yeah. also NFTs are a dumb thing anyway, you know, like it's all, it's all nonsense. The idea that you're somehow, you're, it's the same as live performances, right? Like most bands have to tour and sell merch. They have to sell tickets and merch and yeah. be out there in the real world That's doing they really real fucking money. work. That's where the money is. The, the online content is nothing. Especially now. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's still, it, it's in the past, it was nothing. It's still nothing. That's not, you can't count on that. Right. You, that can't be what you're counting on to put bread in your kids' mouths or whatever. Correct. That's a good analogy. Okay, yeah. but at least it's not you know. So never mind. <laughs> Jack's films. Yes, he's that's ma what he's making he's making these parody channels. He's playing the bingo game, but Sniper Wolf isn't going to take this lying down. She's going to take to Twitter and start shitting on Jack's films. The only thing that is funny about you 
is your hairline. If your content was entertaining, it would reflect in your views. So just when Sniper Wolf thinks she's getting one over on Jax, he starts creating videos, reading her tweets about him. Oh, yeah. So that's that's Jack reading her reading tweet. her tweet. Right. That is at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it's just another funny way that she like she's in a battle of wits that she can't win. She's mid, bro. Correct. So here's another example of that. Bro is stuck in 2013 and wonders why people don't think he's funny anymore. This next one is kind of maybe like a, the most cutting one that she put out because this probably has a, like a kernel of truth in it. Wah. I can't stand that a female YouTuber is getting more views than me even though I make the same content. Grr. Life is hard. It is probably hard to watch somebody that is sort of like genetically predisposed to be looked at succeed on a platform that you're also struggling with, right? It's like Jax is a donkey at, yeah. at the apple tree and Sniper Wolf is a giraffe and the apple, there's way more apples up here. Yeah. You know, she's just, it's just easier for her to capitalize on the platform of YouTube than it is for him. Well, yeah. And, and I think that pisses him off to watch somebody be so lazy about it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that any content that you go find Jack's films doing that isn't shitting on Sniper Wolf is not that great either. Right. Honestly. Probably. But I, I don't know that. I, I saw obviously the protein powder thing. The thing that Jack's films doesn't uh, really seem to understand is that it, it, it seems like he's trying to compete in a beauty uh, in a bikini contest yeah like that's and he's trying to legitimately compete in the bikini contest where what he should be doing is turning the bikini contest into a panty raid or a punk rock show or a gg allen that shitting on the doing. stage performative art thing but no but he thinks that that those are the the same gg allen shitting on the stage is not the same as cindy crawford in a fucking pepsi commercial Right. Like they're not the same thing. They never will be the same thing. You're not playing the same game Yeah, I mean, the platform is the same, but but Monday Night Football is not the same as Desperate Housewives. OK, they're just not the same thing. And stop trying. He's trying to make that. It, there's it's a false congruency, if I can get over my head in uh, terms, probably <laughs> like it's, it's just not the same. That being that he did this kind of thing, shitting on her taking her to task about this kind of behavior for so long that other people caught wind of it and started doing it too. Something pretty great happened. More creators started sharing their stories of Sniper Wolf stealing their content. And after hearing about Mikey's victory, they too filed removal requests just like he did. And the funny thing is, it worked. So she starts to have to remove certain videos completely from her channel. She has to start editing. Mm, mm, mm. Look at you now. Exactly. So she, there, there's real world consequences now for her where people have to, I know she's not doing it. People aren't like going through and editing 
of like, oh, my, this is my YouTube strike against your channel because at this time stamp, this is my TikTok and you don't have permission to use mm -hmm. that. So somebody has to go find that, cut it out. They have to like pull certain videos down. So it becomes a problem for So the for chickens her. have come home to roost. Yes. Yes. So her answer to this is somehow she get she figures out where Jack's Films lives. Whether right. That's the problem with people that have a lot of followers. There's a lot of simps that yeah. have a lot of time on their hands. Right. And somebody gave her his address... And she put up an in, like a, a poll on Twitter or something. Should I go over to Jack's Films' house and tell him he's a and confront him? Mm -hmm. Yes or no? Mm -hmm. And a lot of thirteen-year-olds said yes. So this is your future, sitting and apologizing. Oh, not yet. But <laughs> she does an Instagram live where she walks up on his house mm -hmm. and video like broadcasts it to everybody on the internet his address where he lives mm -hmm. and doxes him. Mm -hmm. And I, all the creators on YouTube lose their fucking mind because we, they don't want to have to deal with the fallout of like shit like that. You never know what's going to happen. You right. know, a, we saw this with Kobe. They just walked away from legitimate being a legitimate victim because they didn't want to deal with the the fans of their right. Kobe you know, was uh, the most uh, notable one. Yeah. Yeah. We had another one like that, though. Nobody likes seeing this. No, nobody wants internet beef to bleed out into the real world. So well, key keyboard wor warriors hate when you, you know, pull up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. But if it's Sniper Wolf, if Sniper Wolf wants to come out of my house, I'm okay I would with be it. Like, yeah, you and your sister can come right <laughs> yeah, in. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll kick my wife out. <laughs> so, but uh, she doxes him. She shows up. She shows up at his house. I don't know if she like rang the doorbell. But she put his address online. She was there. It's menacing. Right. Every, everybody is livid about it. This is within the last two weeks, I think. It's been less than two weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she has... She writes a, a, YouTube, uh, a YouTube apology, or she posted on Twitter. I don't really... It's, it's pretty long, and it's been done to death, so I don't really feel like... I was just going to read it, but I'm not going to, because what's come to light about it is that if you go on ChatGPT and say, hey, ChatGPT, write me a YouTube apology about, yeah. uh, I'm sorry about doxing somebody, yeah. it has all of the blueprints yeah. <laughs> of her yeah. just saying that into ChatGPT. Sure. So it's just a pile of horseshit. So yeah. I'm not going to bother reading it. Okay. But in the end, YouTube decides that they're going to give her a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Uh, Was it two weeks suspension or something? I don't even know. It's unclear. It's not even. It's not even that definitive, which is why a lot of people have a problem with it. Yeah, it's like she she actively did something wrong. If this was anybody else, they would completely lose their channel. And then YouTube uh, issued a statement saying it was like a, a Trump style statement of like, yeah, uh, people are kind of wrong on both sides. Yeah. So let's uh, knock it off, fellas. Yeah, and. Uh, you're gonna lose your channel for your your monetization, not your channel. Yeah. You just can't monetize your videos for. Hey, we'll two, see. Two we'll weeks. see how long it takes for yeah. this to blow over. Right. But that's not the end of it. Yeah. Because she has more than one channel, oh. so she just like she's just like pissing on the ban of of the demonetization. Oh. 
she's taking old videos from her other channel and uploading them onto her secondary best of channel uh-huh. that's still monetized. Oh. <laughs> so well. she just kind of like, I mean, it, it's kind of cl- a clever tag she to take. the game, I mean. But people lo- figured that, they, people saw her doing that too. Lost so their mind about that. Going. And now that one is demonetized too. But mm-hmm. this bitch just won't stop being a problem. Yeah. This has been going on for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, current state of the union with sniper yeah and none of in her her problematic behavior goes back way further than this yeah like between other other uh female creators other other uh guy creators and things like that um yeah she's just kind of a a problem like lauren bobert yeah, she's like uh, privileged. Be, she's like overly. She'll be vaping it. She's a entitled. Broadway production yeah. soon enough. Yes, I'm sure she's jagging off her boyfriend at Beetlejuice right now. <laughs> I am going to say that Sniper Wolf gets this. Now, fuck that. Fuck you. My fuck that. Look at him. He's nothing, guys. Piece of shit. Hey, I, I really Shut don't. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't support anything she's doing. I think she's a fucking hack. Uh, she, she never should have got That's away. That's the most offensive thing. She never should have got away from just showing her shit. Like just, she should be on OnlyFans. She, what she, what should not be, um, happening is kids should not be watching her content. Hmm. If that dried up completely, I would say like, you know, she'd be fucked. Yeah. If that side of the audience, you know, if she, if she, if she had like, if she could, if she had to be 18 and over or something like that, or like, you know, whenever you put something on YouTube, you can say, is this for kids or whatever? Um, if it was never for kids, uh, it would probably like be very damaging. Yeah. Her. Well, I mean, it's the smartest thing she ever did is marketing her channel to kids. Cause she was at like the Nickelodeon or whatever the kids choice awards. Like she was like voted fan favorite streamer or something by Nickelodeon at one point, I think I love SS sniper wolves. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, all right. So Joe Rogan, Hmm, I don't know. I kind of want to give... Joe- I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of shit. Then maybe both of them get this. Fuck you! I'm not sorry! Yeah, that, I think you're right. Yeah, but neither one of the apologies that we heard. I They're mean, going I to move Joe- forward no matter what. Yeah. Joe Rogan already has. Like, this yeah. whole apology is old, you know, like... Most people, I would say, have forgotten about this, you know, almost entirely. But that's also, I would say, he handled, like, his apology video is, like, a top-tier apology. You know, it's just like, you know, he's like, I'm not going to accept, like, I'm not going to change my opinion of myself based on what you think of me. Correct. The best apology is the uh, show Don't Tell. And I think Joe Rogan going forward will prove that he's done with that. That's not the kind of that's not the kind of image that he wants. You know, to we ta- I talked portray. about this with a friend the other day that um, uh, you, you know we were talking about John John Fetterman is the the politician out of Pittsburgh yeah. that was elected, and he showed up like on the Senate floor like in a hoodie and shorts or something like that. It's like, dude, you've leveled up. Recognize that you've leveled up and level up, yeah. okay? And Joe Rogan has leveled up 
and recognizes that level up and conducts himself. It's why, you know, yeah. the lion doesn't, you know, care about the mice. Under right. His feet Jimmy or Kimmel is the same way. He used to be watching, getting drunk, watching chicks on trampolines. And now he's wearing a suit on late night, right. apologizing for everything. We got to do him. Yeah. Fucking Maybe next. that's next week. Yeah. <laughs> but until next week, I want to encourage everybody to please go find us on Instagram and comment and leave your apologies, issue apologies, demand apologies, like and follow. Go to Apple, Spotify, anywhere you find podcasts. Find us on Buzzsprout with the RSS feed. Comment. Rate and review. For Joe Sixpack, I'm Andy Q. Public. Stay, Stay sorry. sorry. I'm just about that action, boss.